Hello there, partner. Welcome back for another coffee break. My name is Jervin, and for this episode, I am bringing you series number five of Out of Life Essentials. This is communication segment. As you already know, communication is consist of six components, namely coherence, comprehension, conciseness, correctness of grammar, clarity, and lastly, confidence. Speaking of confidence, we are going to discuss a topic that will greatly enhance or boost your confidence. So let me share with you the insights to master our fear using the excerpts from the book Mastering Fear and Navy Seals Guide by Brandon Webb and John David Mann. Mastering fear is not about becoming physically stronger or tougher or more stoic. It's about learning how to identify and change the conversation in your head. That ability is to self-monitor and redirect your interior dialogue is what takes you from a victim mentality to a proactive mindset. Control your interior dialogue. Face the danger. Acknowledge that the physical situation is nowhere near as bad as the story you're spinning in your mind. Don't deny fear. Fear is real. Instead, become aware of it and then redirect it. Focus on positive action steps you can take, not on what you hope to avoid. Make your fear your ally. The moment that you feel fear again, feel that electric charge of fear and think of it as the buzz of excitement pointing you toward the prize. Ask yourself, how can I use this static charge to sharpen myself? Fear is not something to fight. It's something to embrace. That The goal is not to eliminate fear. You want the adrenaline running, the palms sweating. Harnessing fear can change the course of your destiny. Now, here's the roadmap to the prize. There are five legs to the journey from fear to the prize. First, decision. Mastering fear starts with a decision. Next, rehearsal. Stretch your comfort zone by preparing. Next is letting go. Fight the urge to retreat back to your comfort zone. Next is jumping off. When the moment comes, it's about action. Period. And lastly, know what matters. What are the most important things in your life? Now, let's go to the first roadmap. Decision. The path to mastering fear starts with a moment of decision. This is a personal commitment to take action, even though you don't know what the action is. Make a conscious choice to be someone who makes strong decisions. Practice being decisive. Learn to trust your gut. The reason so many fail is that they never really made a conscious decision to do whatever was their goal. The decision must come first. Practice separating feelings from logic. Listen to both, 
but stay suspicious of your ego. Take your time. Don't let yourself be rushed into important decisions. And once you make a decision, follow through and act on it. Don't second-guess yourself. Curate your environment. Take an inventory of what you read and the media that you consume. Does it challenge you, inspire you, or stretch you? Take an inventory of the people you spend time with. Do they build your, your knowledge, your confidence, or your abilities? Or do they drag you down? Cultivate a group of people who challenge you to raise your game. Second step, rehearsal. Effective rehearsal does not eliminate fear or make you impervious to fear. It gives you the tools to fall back in the moment of maximum stress. Practice creates competence which breeds confidence. Master it first in your mind. When it comes to public speaking, see yourself on stage, see the audience, and feel the adrenaline. When you go through your mental rehearsal, focus on doing it. Don't be sloppy. Now, there are three things that you can do when it comes to mental rehearsal. First, listen. Pay attention to your inner monologue. If it turns negative, catch yourself and stop it. Reframe. Figure out what you would like to be thinking. Mentally rehearse what you want to happen. And third, focus. Sharpen that picture. Send a clear and unambiguous message to your subconscious. Start in your comfort zone. Then stretch it. Identify the boundaries of your current zone of competence. Isolate the fundamental elements of the challenge and practice those under relaxed conditions until they are accurate and complete. Now apply repetition and refinement, gradually ramping up speed, scale, and others. Push the limits. When you start losing accuracy, scale back again to to within your competence zone. Then start pushing the limits again. Raise the bar. If you want to raise the level of your performance, then focus on raising the level of your rehearsal. Rehearse more than you think you need to. Over-prepare. Constantly raise your standards of rehearsal. Challenge yourself. Chapter 3. Letting go. Once you've prepared as much as possible, there comes a point where you have to let go of whatever safety blanket you've been holding on to that keeps you from diving in. When opportunity comes, seize it. Don't get stuck in endless prep. Practice and rehearsal can take you only so far. Don't let it become an excuse for failing to take action when the situation presents itself. You'll never be fully ready. Opportunity is not everywhere you look. It comes very, very seldom. And when it does, too many people blow it because they don't feel prepared enough. 
tune out the negativity, whether it's coming from your negative self-talk, your friends, or detractors. Don't fight it. Just tune it out. Period. The great, majority, the great majority of our fears are not in response to genuine danger, but are instead a reaction to experiences long behind us. Understand that safety is an illusion. Let go of the illusion of safety and security. There's no such thing. If you think you can maintain safety, then you'll never risk anything. And you'll never really live. Are you satisfied with the life you're living? Or do you have regrets? If you have regrets, what steps can you take to engage and eliminate those regrets? Every great gain comes about only through risk. Chapter 4. Jumping off. You can't reason or talk your way into this step. You can't wait uh, for the fear to go away or until you're 100% ready because neither is going to happen. When the moment comes, it comes. And at that point, it's about action, period. Preparation is logical, rational, and methodical. Jumping off is visceral. Don't let anything stop you. Resolve that the next time you find yourself in that hesitant gap between decision and action, you will cut the moment short and simply act. If you're genuinely not sure and need more time, then step firmly back from the edge and take whatever steps you need to take in to make that decision. Make a habit of asking for what you want. You won't always get what you ask for, but if you never make the request, your chances of getting it drop to near zero. Develop the habit of asking makes you a more decisive and action-oriented person. Daring to ask or shrinking from asking, either way, it becomes a habit. A habit of action or non-action adds up to a lifetime of acceleration or disappointment, excellence or mediocrity, achievement or mere existence. Have faith in the abyss. What makes the jump so frightening is that you are relinquishing control to outside forces that no training can fully predict. This is not the domain. This is the domain not of preparation but of faith. Have faith in the quality of your preparation and have faith in the decision you have made. When you are sure you can't go any further, just take one more step and then just one more. And lastly, knowing that what matters. Mastering fear starts with a decision, but it is knowing what matters that tells you which decision to make and leads you to make it in the first place. There has to be something important that makes the risk worth it. If you don't know what matters, fear will hold you back. 
But if you're crystal clear on what matters, fear will propel you forward. So in summary, everything you really want is on the other side of fear. Start with what you fear. Don't suppress it or fight it or try to put it behind you. Embrace it. Make it your ally. Trust it. Master it. It will point you in the direction of what matters most. And that's another meaningful episode we had. Watch out for uh, the next episode because it's also going to be about a self-development book that I would recommend you guys to to read if you have the book or if you have a copy of the book. But uh, if you want to um, suggest more topics for our next episode or send or share your life story entries, you can send them via private message on Instagram. Uh, follow me. It's at AM Jervy Trips. Don't forget to scri- uh, subscribe and stream to our latest episode on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Once again, this has been Jervin. Till our next coffee break. Thank you.